Welcome to Mom is Home with the Viva. Welcome to Rome is home. We're back. Shimpiep, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Not bad. I think um, yesterday we had a pretty epic thunderstorm and the humidity has finally gone down. So today was one of the first comfortable days in such a long time. Oh, yes. Breezy, cool. Yeah, and that's, that's one of the perks of living in a country I do find is that like in the city... I remember, and I think this this is an actual thing. The, the heat effect is so much more magnified in a city due to concrete, due to um, all the buildings kind of emitting the air conditioning exhaust into the city. Uh, I was actually reading somewhere today where it's, I think it can be as much as like, and this isn't Fahrenheit, 22 Fahrenheit higher Ooh. than neighboring regions. So that's kind of nice when we look at the weather in Santa Marinella, for example. Versus Rome. Yeah, it's always like, almost, seems like a 10 degree difference or so. Five. Depends. Five depends, to 10. Depends on the day. Degree but Celsius. Yeah, but that's actually kind of, that's not a, a huge plus, which, man, like even when I work in the city, I forget how incredibly hot yes. it's. But coming back here in the, in the breezy country, it's awesome. It's very nice. Yeah. So, a few updates on the girls, I guess. Not much to say for this week. I guess it was a short week. I guess the last show we recorded was on Monday, but... We're going to be consistent here, so here we go. That's right. So, Monica, same old. She's doing pretty good. She's she, cute. Well, yesterday, she she only woke up once. That's a, that's a first in a very long time. At night, yes, that is true. But I think it was a fluke because we went to the beach yesterday we went afternoon. Went to the beach, yes. I think that might have just uh, really tired her tired out. out. So, yeah, yeah, she was going nuts there. She oh, she loved the water. Oh my goodness! She she just barely learned how to walk two months ago, and she's just walking in and out of the water, like splashing around, jumping. She just loves it. And Teresa, just being classic Teresa, screaming. She's she gets excited by it, but once she starts going in, starts losing her mind. Like because it's she's spooked. scared, and she's a very frightful little girl. It's like we're right here, but. Anyways, each kid is different, so we have to realize that. So, and Teresa has a life jacket, and Monica has a life doesn't. jacket. Monica's running in face first, you know, <laughs> such a difference. But yeah, that was right. that was nice too. That's right. But Monica's doing pretty good lately. Um, I've been teaching her baby sign language. Oh yeah, that's been really good. And yeah, that's been really helpful because she doesn't really know how to say words yet. She's starting to, but um, right now in baby sign language, she can't say. Uh, milk, which is the thing she uses most probably. Yeah. Um, she asks for milk. Uh, she can say uh, thank you, eat, again. Oh, she uses again. Yeah, again. Again and uh, done, all done. So no, it's that, that has been that has been a godsend. Honestly, I didn't do it with Teresa until the very end, and then I only used it for thank you. And even just that was really awesome. And because I wanted to teach her to be, you know, to show um, gratefulness, gratefulness. Yeah. And uh, she couldn't really say the word yet, so that was a really cool thing to try. And now with Monica, I'm using it a bit more, and she's really responding really well. And it's really nice to be able to communicate with her because she's she's a baby. Like it it it's weird. It's as if you know I shouldn't be able to communicate with her, but it it yeah. is working a little bit. So it's it's, it's, it's working. Really awesome. Yeah, yeah. 
She does the milk thing pretty awesome. Yeah, she looks at me. She sees a bottle, she looks at me, and she, she does a little milk gesture with her hand. It's really cute. It is, yeah. It reminds me of when um, when when Jesus says, uh, wh- what father would refuse bread? To his, to, yeah, to someone his son asked for, yeah. yeah. And, and honestly, when Monica asks for milk, I, t- I can't say no. It's too cute. I just, I just can't say no. So, good analogy on how God has to, and feels when we ask him something. Yeah. No, exactly. When we ask him something. Good requests will get answered. Right. So that's for Monica. And Teresa, we she just moved out of her crib and she's in a little toddler bed with a little toddler rail. That's cute. It's yeah. really cute. And she's so good. She's, she stays in it in the morning. I still have to go and push and, her out. And push her out because she's so good that she just stays in her bed, which is a good thing. But uh, she's really cute. She's doing really good with it. And um, this night, I, we just put her down to sleep, and it's the first night without a pull-up. She's in big girl underwear, so... We're getting ready. Hopefully it all works well, although she's been doing pretty good with the pull-ups as well, so... Yeah, no, that's... Okay. just surprised, yeah, being as a, as a parent, learning or seeing how much diapers... They're just so expensive, man. They are very expensive. It's, it's the worst one, too, because it's, it's something you buy... I guess it's like anything, but anyways, it's it feels more hurtful when you throw out diapers because it's like you're just it's just going right into the garbage. Like the whole point of buying it is to put it in the garbage, like, right? So it kind of hurts. Like I'm putting my money into this now. Of course, yeah, this is how the baby does its thing and all the yeah la lu la la doesn't matter. I, every time every time it's done, I throw it into the garbage. And it's I like, would it's just, so it's like I'm just throwing away this money. I would very happily use but, cloth diapers. But in our old house, it didn't really work out. And then being here, there's only one working washing machine and your mother is constantly... Yeah, there's a million people there's here. There's a so. million people here. Your mother is always doing a load of laundry. So I, it would be very hard for me to keep up with yeah, the, the laundry demands of, of, of cloth diapering. But I am considering it for Rome. My sister gave me, gave me a... A kit. Yeah, like a bag of, you know, not the best cloth diapers, but they are cloth diapers and they work. And I am actually considering it for Rome because I, I asked my friends and diapers are twice the amount that they cost here. And they're already pretty expensive here. So I don't want to have to pay for more diapers. And Monica probably has about a year she's, left of diapers. She's getting there. Yeah, that's right. But a, a year or so. So stuff to consider for Rome. But I think I will bring the bag of diapers and just see from there. Yeah. Just to save a bit of money. And one, one friend from Santa Marinella... Um, I asked her, and she's been using cloth diapers, and she says, yeah, the, the saving is incredible. She doesn't regret it at all. It's just, you know, she says, just just need to get into a routine of doing things, and she has a schedule that works for her, and yeah, that would and be. I'm a scheduled person, so I think it could possibly work. We got to save a little money here and there, right? Again, I'm not sure if we mentioned, but, like, the cost of, what was it, Advil over there is, like... Yeah. What did you say? Like one pill here is what people a dollar a pill. What people say is that the brand names. It's basically one euro per per pill. That's insane. Which is insane. Yeah. Here it's you know you you're gonna get a, a bottle of like a hundred or two hundred for a few dollars. So yes. Yeah. One of the things we're hoping to do. Well, this is one thing we were when we were doing our research into, you know, what are the food costs? What are the it's actually very hard to find this information. It's not really super straightforward on websites or anything like that. You can type in food prices, Rome. It gives you some generic stuff, but none of it really seems like reflect. You talk to real people there, you see like, okay, Advil, I didn't see that anywhere on these lists or anything. Okay, no. I better bring some like or whatever. Or people come visit, they bring us these things. So I think one of the things we'll try and do in, in our podcast as we kind of go through 
when living in Rome and stuff really highlight these things. Just very practical right. things for people to consider, like get a good sense. Like even I was talking to a, yeah one of our friends there just around what was it food prices like when i look online it seems like the food prices are like the same i guess meat is sort of the same and yes. stuff like that but from from what i gather like vegetable prices like local vegetables and stuff that's really cheap i'm like okay that's not clear anywhere right but no that's right but it gives you a sense like okay so we can have a pretty and these are from what i hear people are saying the food quality there is insane like it's so good that you can eat vegetables and like you can be content of that so it's like Okay, that's good. That's encouraging. So we all, well, right. our plan is to have probably a few, maybe two, two, three veggie nights, probably anyways, just to kind At of, least, yeah. not only save costs, but just for health. We just want to be able to just, you know, clean eating, you know, not, not necessarily too heavy on meat. Um, but yeah, no, that's exciting. So we'll definitely try and share more of that stuff as we kind of figure that out, you know. I think in, in our, in our short married life, figuring out the best food for us and what works for us has been has been important right like in houston we were very yeah. conscientious about not eating unhealthy snacks we were very healthy eating healthy meals and then once in a while we would splurge on delicious tex-mex wow, or yeah. barbecue you, or <laughs> if you're ever in texas and maybe some people are and you you know tex-mex down there that's that's <sighs> lethal so good it's just it's unmanageable like it's unmanageable how like delicious food we can make oh my goodness and it's not an exaggeration like i i love so I, I like food i'm not being like weird here no it's really good and we tried tex-mex restaurants around here even barbecue restaurants i said they were texas style no, barbecue man. not at all it's not, not even close there. and we're not being snobs here this is a fact it, it, it's just an objective fact it's objective really it's fact. really good and it, sh- it should be illegal because it's too good almost like there was um where was it the um beltway and i-10 yes based within that little like there was like a hundred square meter over there or like you had Taste of Texas this gigantic steak, steak place Fud Ruckers delicious burger joint Papa Do's seafood Papacitos Tex-Mex those are all those are all chains so maybe maybe there's purists out there saying oh, oh they only know about the chains oh, yeah we only we, do we, we, we don't even know about the the even more amazing small joints so for regular people those right. chains <laughs> will keep you content for two years they're yeah. so good for pure Texans yeah it's like that's the bottom of the barrel I don't care it's delicious for us, it was... It was Bottom of the barrel is very tasty. So, yeah, we would splurge once in a while. But then, like we mentioned before, I lost 16 pounds. Was it 16? It was 16 pounds. Yeah. I lost 16 pounds in two years and being you, in Houston. Houston living. Because we were walking a lot. We were being very healthy. We were... I was cooking every meal. It was As good. But then when we got to Delhi, we tried something interesting. Because I did some research. So, I have my skin... Is always inflamed. Like I have really red skin in my face, and it really bothers me. Joe knows it. I don't wear makeup. I don't care about that. But your skin is your one precious skin, thing. You love it. Uh, I don't love it. I hate it. So I tried. I guess you you love to take care of it. It's peels like you and masks, and I tried different things just to fix my skin because my my skin is one of my. Yeah, I really hate it. I wish I could fix it. And my research brought me maybe to inflammation that I would have. Inflammation, some maybe leaky gut syndrome, just inflammation in my body, and that kind of makes sense because my my parents have autoimmune stuff as well. My mother has arthritis, my father has a lot of eczema, um, yeah. IBS. You know, it's it's just in my family, and and what we eat is the number one culprit generally. Yeah, so that's and this kind of ties and you have it. sinus problems as well. Yeah, I mean, my sinus stuff had kind of yeah slowly developed over time, but it's one of the. 
again sinus to it what is sinus and like sinus stuff it's it's inflammation right and all this okay so it's all now sinuses and all this other stuff could very well be allergen stuff but a lot of it too they're kind of linking this to just plain old food and the and, food that you're eating and you don't know until you actually until you try until you try, you try to, to uh, get rid of the inflammatory foods until you try to eliminate it eliminate yeah. it right so that goes that brings us to the elimination diet that we tried and basically it's for two or three weeks, you just eat very clean anti-inflammatory foods. The basics of the basics of anti-inflammation, which is rice, chicken. Well, I can't remember veggies, the veggies, but not the... all of them. So, for example, the nightshades like potatoes, tomatoes, Nothing. peppers. You can't have that. You. That was, uh, those were probably the big ones. I think those. I think everything else we could have. And then fruits. You can have fruits, but in moderation, because moderation, if you have too much yeah. of sugar or something it could make yeah. you bloated anyway no nuts no no yeah no no nuts oh, because they're allergens but we could eat beans we could eat and um, a ton of coconut coconut, coconut yeah coconut, coconut was, was allowed a, coconut <laughs> was a savior the stuff we were trying to make with coconut it's pretty amazing coconut is awesome the stuff you could actually do with it but you can only eat so much freaking coconut you can you can eat so <laughs> much and um and for the first week we were basically so for breakfast the only thing we could eat basically was like this this rice porridge and we were allowed maple syrup we were allowed uh, you know, cinnamon not honey right uh honey maybe yeah honey, yes we honey had, we, we were and you know fruits and so i was trying to make it as good as i could but it was making me very sad well, well let's take let's take a step back because the first two days of the elimination diet like right. it's uh, well, that's like a super cleanse it's detox i couldn't do it because i was pregnant i i was doing it i it was it was only liquids so I had like liquid soup, uh, broth, a broth uh, and uh, smoothies. smoothies, and no, and again, no caffeine, no alcohol, nothing. Oh yeah, uh, no caffeine. You were on a crazy caffeine withdrawal. Yeah, you were. You I had. Took a, I took it. I took a day off work because I've done. I've like coffee. I've had ups and downs. Like I've given it up several times before. But I guess I think what's what got me here was children. So I think I I yes. kind of like. The lack of sleep, surprising when that creeps in. Even at my work, for example, that's a, that's a sneaky trap. We had, like, unlimited coffee. I like drinking warm drinks, so it's kind of like I don't necessarily care, like, to have coffee, but I just, it was a warm drink. I really enjoy a warm drink. So, yeah, that was, uh, I had to take a day off work because I was absolutely dying from the, the withdrawal. <laughs> that was that was really painful. And as you were drinking your little smoothies and soups, I was eating chicken and sweet potato. I mean, you were still, you were still, it was still getting you, it I It was, my goodness and people know that i love food and food is my comfort it was really hard maybe two or three times we seriously considered stopping because it was too hard it was really oh, I hard th- th- we had teresa at that point we had teresa and i was pregnant with monica was it really yes yes uh, oh man so and again just just for folks i mean tying this all back in again the whole no the i was whole, pregnant with teresa no you would i think you just had teresa we were she was like four months old and i think we started it no 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 so Anyways, okay, we're, we'll we're think having, about that, having a brain lapse I was here, pregnant. But, okay. Yeah. So difficult time. But I think... <laughs> Monica. 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 Yes. I was pregnant with Monica. Yeah. But, um, and again, the whole premise of, okay, why do the elimination? The whole point is to find foods that may cause inflammation. Right. So you go through this very clean eating for two weeks, and then week by week, I'm do, based, there's a lot of rules and stuff. There's a book, whole book on this, but like... Theoretically, week by week, you introduce every every, every three days two two to three days you introduce a new food, food group from less less inflammatory to maximum inflammatory, and you wait and see if you react to it. Yeah, so when we introduce tomatoes and stuff, that's like the first group you add. Do you have any reactions? Yes, no, no. Continue on then to meats. I think right away then nuts, 
um, cocoa, and then like all the good stuff like eggs, uh, wheat, dairy. and dairy. As you can imagine, that's corn. At the, that's at the very bottom of the list. So you know you're kind of going off that stuff for almost two months, two I months. think, in a very. And I think I think for the most part we did well. I think we did kind of like an abbreviated thing. I think there was a bit of a hiccup, at least for me, in that like I think someone gave me pork. Remember, like I had it at yes. some kind of meeting. Yes, I remember. And that kind of screwed. I should have said no, but I, I, I they made it. It was such a big deal. It's like I'm, sometimes I worry like people get so offended if you don't eat their food. It was one of those things where I got stuck in a trap, even though I explained it to them. But it's true. You sent an email. Didn't I you? sent an email. Everything saying I'm I'm going on a very specific thing. Uh, anyways, also also beware of <laughs> what you tell people because I was pregnant and we told oh. people we were going on a diet and people lost their mind. You can't go on a diet. You're pregnant. And honestly, I'm, it wasn't a diet about calories. I could eat as much as, as I as wanted. Much, you could eat as much coconut, pumpkin seeds, apples, chicken. carrots, chicken, sweet potatoes. I could eat all of that. But yeah. Anyways, I did lose weight though because I, oh, I lost a ton of weight. All though. the, all the, I, I know I didn't lose weight, but I was pregnant and I didn't gain weight for the first trimester yeah. because all the excess munching that you do just because, eh, I just feel like eating, so let's eat a cake. Well, no, eat an apple, but I don't want an apple. <laughs> no, exactly. So it was, yeah. We, there, so we did lose some weight, and I think what didn't work is that I was pregnant, and that. Changed so when I reintroduced yeah. eggs, dairy, and gluten, oh, I reacted strongly. I was vomiting. I was That's I right. had diarrhea. I was sick. So, and for the whole rest of the pregnancy, I didn't eat those things. So you know when you're pregnant, you're craving pizza. You're craving. Well, I couldn't have all of that, so that was pretty miserable. And remember, I was crying. Remember, uh, but, I miss pizza. Do well, I want pizza? We did. We did. We were pretty good at cheating the system to the max in a sense. Like we were able. To, I made um, pancakes using because we couldn't have eggs or wheat, so I think I made pancakes with um, flax, flax yes. with water, flax bana- eggs, yeah. banana, and uh, some kind of fake flour. I can't remember the corn, nah, some sort of flour, some sort of a coconut flour, something silly like that. I was yes. able, and we were able to get like concoct a pancake with maple syrup because maple syrup was accepted it's true or we had once we introduced potatoes we had like potato chips cooked in coconut oil oil or olive oil so yeah we (laughs) but it is amazing we actually we you actually surprisingly lose a ton of weight you feel you do feel great for the most part but you got to be very you're doing this for two months you got to be very consistent it kind of sucks because again i come from a big family you come from a big family right especially my family is always like a party or something like every other week so it's kind of like no you know we can't you know we have to put this aside and it, it does put your life on hold but again as it comes to kind of you know finding inflammation kind of resolve this thing's very important like inflammation they say is really yeah the leading cause of like all our sicknesses right it's just if the body's like constantly inflamed it's just like no wonder you know they kind of tied inflammation heavily to cancer rates right because people are just right. their body's like constantly like in fighting mode but then again, like I said, so they say. I was pregnant, and as soon as I gave birth to Monica, I could eat those things again. So I, I still don't know what I react to, just so, so we no. have to do it again. And honestly, it was just a good cleanse. And even spiritually, it was a good it was good detachment because I oh, realized yeah. how attached I was to food. And it's just food, folks. It's only to sustain me and keep me alive. And you can. And the thing is, but I was losing it. But and and the key thing here is again, we weren't starving ourselves. We could eat rice. We could eat chicken. We could eat all this coconut. But you can you see uh, these little habits that we've. And I, and I think this is a big thing in 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 the West in our way of living and stuff with food and everything so highly processed and stuff. It's it is geared to being addictive. So 
not only is this a good physical thing, there is a huge spiritual benefit that um, you can reap from this. You know. So if if ever you're interested, you can find it online. The elimination diet, we highly recommend it. Now listen to the melody. Maybe it come from me. I think it's plain to see. Some people say that the great. Yesterday I had a night of freedom, which felt awesome. So after we put the girls down, I went out with my sisters in law. And what did you guys do? We went to see the movie Unplanned. Finally, guys, it's in Canada. We yeah, made it. One week, right? I think. Oh, I think ends. they're adding some dates. Wow. They're adding dates because it's been. It's been, um, what's the word? Selling out everywhere. What a shock. Right, I know. For a debate that is, quote-unquote, closed. It's closed in Canada. Right. That's true. And the way it came about was really awesome. We we were at least 10,000 people to sign a, a, a boycott for Cineplex, which is... Um, the, the, bi- the biggest uh, like movie thing in, in Canada. 80% of movies theaters are owned by them right and eventually a distributor picked up the movie and cineplex decided to show in 10 theaters across the country 10 theaters across the country it's a shame at least they're showing it but especially the landmark cinema which is the second biggest yeah theater and then some independent movie theaters picked it up quite very well so we decided to encourage a little a little smaller theater in mississauga and Honestly, guys, I don't even know where we give our money to Cineplex. It's a scam. On a Saturday night, movie and popcorn cost me $12. Yeah, it's rare. That's... 12 Canadian dollars, y'all. That's nothing. For a Saturday night, that's nothing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Anyways, that was really exciting. And um, so we managed to see the movie. So the, here's my review. It's... It's not the best movie ever in terms of filming. Yeah, it but... won't win Best Picture. The actors are mediocre. The main actress is pretty good, but the the rest they're they're mediocre. You can tell that they're acting. It's not very genuine. Yeah, and it has that Christian film feel to it. Feel to it. So the movie itself was not that good, but the message was awesome, and the way they portray the message and the way they they show her her struggle, how she starts to 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 see that she can't she can't um defend right. it anymore she yeah. it doesn't make sense and she just can't yeah defend it anymore it's it's really well done in that sense and it really made me want to hear more about abby johnson's story and i already knew a little bit about her i follow her on facebook i follow her husband but it, it was really good at that in that sense it's interesting while you were gone i was i was actually looking at some mainstream reviews of of, of this vid, uh, movie i think what is it? Metacritic gave it. Critical reviewers gave it ten percent, although or something. One of the one of the main ones gave it ten percent. But you look at it's amazing to see the the user reviews. It was like nine point four, greater than nine. So mm-hmm. again, a lot of the now this is where film critics come in, right? They're they're evaluating it, hopefully based purely on the film itself, right? You know, like like you're exactly saying. From what I gather. Yeah, it's not. This isn't going to be the a cine- cinematic Oscar-winning thing. They probably don't want to be. That's not the point. But yeah, but you do see, and this is kind of where, especially, I was looking. Okay, I'm like thinking, what is the mainstream Canadian news outlet saying about 
this. And again, it's it's interesting just sort of the the spread of things and like, well, this is clearly a propaganda piece. All these things are exaggerated. They they went through a few things which I'm like, okay, I don't know, like over exaggerating the. I'm, I'm guessing there's a scene where she sees the whole thing is she sees abortion, yes. right? Someone was saying that's over exaggerated. Like someone said that the baby doesn't even feel pain. So why are they? I'm like, this is horrendous stuff, man. But like, yes. just irrespective of whether it feels pain or not, that doesn't mean you should kill someone. If a grown man doesn't feel pain, it doesn't entitle him to be killed. And right? doesn't so, change her experience because her, exp- her experience is just seeing it. Just seeing it was so because yeah. you see the baby being suctioned out. Yeah, it was. It was, it was. a very traumatic scene. It was pretty bad. Pretty well, I guess that's the point. I mean, that's. That's yeah. what, irrespective of, that's what people need to realize. This isn't propaganda. This actually is what happens. Right. You know, I, I know it's very easy to spin that into this as woman rights. There's a baby there that you're tearing apart. What drives what's, me cr- What's What's happening? What drives me crazy is exactly, I was reading those mainstream news outlets and they were saying this is going to be bad for abortion doctors and clients. They're not going to be safe anymore. And that's funny because... What has been happening is movie theaters having to decide not to show the movie because of death threats. Death threats from pro-choice people. From pro-choice people. At least two movie theaters that I know of decided not to show the movie at all. So, yeah. and, and, and I don't remember reading that in mainstream news outlets. No, no. So, it's, talk about propaganda. Eh? So talk, about, talk about pro-choice, right? Yeah. They don't want people to have the choice to see that movie. That's interesting. But... Free Speech won, and the movie was shown in Canada, and just in our little independent theater yesterday, it was a small little room, but it was packed, and people were reacting well during the movie at certain scenes where uh, pro-choice people are being, you know, shut down, people were reacting. (laughs) It's the right crowd, right? It is the right crowd. At the end, when the movie ended, everybody clapped. It was... Sounds like a, it sounds like it's like an Avenger movie filled with like Comic Con people. Like it's your yes. crew, you're all enjoying. You it's see true. Thor come in, you're all losing your mind. Here you see, you know, truth prevail. Of course, you're gonna get excited, right? So it was so. a good movie. If you have a chance to see it, please do just to encourage it. And of course, just keep in mind it's not gonna be the best best movie you'll ever see, but the message is amazing. The message is beautiful, and we need to encourage that. So, well, yeah, if you see it. They have, and again, I, from my understanding, is they've made a lot of money off this. Which, I mean, in terms of they weren't expecting to. No. So I think that's a good sign for these people that they can continue making this. You know, maybe they can polish up the films. You know, like the little nuances, like you mentioned, and actually keep on producing very high quality stuff. That the U.S. It's I, I don't feel so concerned about the U.S., but especially Canada. Canada needs this stuff because it's it's absolutely crazy here. Like the fact of people kind of losing their minds that we're playing a movie. Like I, this is just this is just you know I actually kudos to Cineplex actually because they had they sent that letter saying like what I can't remember the, the last line was something along the lines freedom of ex- if we didn't have freedom of ex- expression this country wouldn't be a good country to live and I was like right the, oh, the, right the, on, man. the CEO of Cineplex was an immigrant or something or his son of immigrants but he was basically saying this is this is why we immigrated to Canada because it's a it's a country about inclusion and free speech and yeah. We are so proud of our tolerance and our inclusion here in Canada. Well, how about you be tolerant to pro-life people who want to see this movie? And do, yeah. do you think do you think people are so stupid that they can't make like rational choices about right, it? Right, and just decide to do their own research and make their own mind about it? I know. You think we're you think you're so much smarter than than the rest of us? I don't know. That really rubs me the wrong way. 
I mean, I think in the end, I, like everyone sort of like even like the fact that we believe this is wrong. I mean, another individual is able to hold the, the that this isn't correct. And again, you can argue with them. And again, someone who's good at this is Trent Horn. A lot of it, you know, they come to the conclusion, OK, we disagree on this point. OK, so be it. It's unfortunate we can't even kind of get to that. Right. It's kind no. of, hey, listen, you have a view that I don't agree with. That's fine. But I believe this is this. OK, you know, but no, it's kind of you get attacked instantly. You're against women. <laughs> and unfortunately, we like our country does not or any of our leaders do not kind of protect that kind of right. They're always kind of swaying to one particular viewpoint over the other, more so towards the pro-choice, especially our, prime, our minister. Our prime minister, but even the right right wing one, they say that they're personally against it, but that they would never bring it, so you have bring no, it back up. So you have no choice. These are our role models, people who won't defend us or and these are the people running our country. So these I'm actually, again, and one of the things, maybe as we kind of wrap this up, they, they did say, like, it's actually pretty amazing how the distribution got, like, the fact that this was playing so much. Like, I read a few articles saying, like, most Canadian little indie films didn't even get that much. So you could kind yeah. of see... Opening God, weekend, it got 345000 in revenue. Yeah, so you can see kind of God's providence, maybe, in all this, making this work. Like, this is probably a message Canada needs. Canada is very stubborn and kind of stuck in their ways, very intolerant. And this is a surprising way, maybe, to kind of break that, so... Right kudos to her remember guys please help us on patreon patreon.com forward slash rome is home write to us on facebook any particular t- topics you want to hear we're open to anything but uh yeah we'll keep you can going. even just say a little shout out hey i'm listening from this area uh, i love your show i hate your show please change this i don't know please write to us we okay. love hearing from you take care everyone have a great week and god bless bye yeah